are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNB Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. <laughs> Adam's been practicing before the episode. Whoa. He's been practicing before the episode. Today we've got two very special guests with us. We have Edward Lavagnino. Did I say that right? I can never close. say your last no, name. Nobody say can. it. Say it. Lavagnino. Italiano. You gotta <laughs> go like Lavagnino. this. Lavagnino. That's why I just go by Edward. <laughs> <laughs> he is the king of the world. As he texted me last night and said, "Hey, make sure you introduce me as that." <laughs> I was going to say heavyweight champion of the world, but uh, settles with king. Okay, king of the world. He is the founder and CEO of the app that will save you money all over the city, gift certificates, and more. It's literally like money, money in your pocket, baby. That's right. That's what we like to say. <laughs> and then we have Adam Brewer, founder and owner of one of the greatest barbecue restaurants ever. 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 Thank you. Adam's Ribco, right here in Gainesville. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you guys. Adam's a fool. Pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure. Did you just call him a fool? As a yes. yeah. that's, a, that's a great way in to start. In a good way. In that's a, good a term way. of endearment. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to start. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. No. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm super excited to have you guys here and get into your stories and let you tell the world what you do. But I got to check in with my man, Ty, over here. Best of Gainesville. So There's so much going on right now with this. When this is airing, this is going. we're back to school time now. Yeah, I just had to move my car for a scooter shipment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that will happen. For everybody that's listening right now, we're, at a, we're in a very interesting predicament. So we're recording three. I mean, I know like it doesn't really affect anybody who's watching, but I think it's kind of fun to still talk about it. We're recording three podcasts this week. Um, today, tomorrow, and Friday, and uh, today's Tuesday, July 17th, for anybody who's watching this at the end of August. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so we have like three uh, containers of scooters coming in this week, and it's been, it's been crazy. So there's, my team is out back here unloading scooters, the forklift, you might hear a forklift beep a few times as it rolls by. And the people boxing too, right? Uh, yeah, I think they, we've asked them to please be nice and keep the music off for an hour. Um, so hopefully they listen and, uh, and yeah, man, there's just so much going on. I love the feeling right now. Like the, like, pre-game like right before back to school you guys get that too oh yeah like at the oh, restaurant yeah. You know, oh it's like, yeah ah, it's prime like it's time coming, ready to coming. go you got football yeah. season coming oh, a, heck yeah. of a lot more people coming into Good town times. more money coming into the economy just pff, i love it prepare so, prepare that's, that's right that's all you can do it's going to be better than last year New coach. I think everybody's excited about that. Yeah, it's oh, it's gonna be a good time. And for so anybody who like doesn't know a lot about my company, like we go from thirty, forty units a month to over three hundred for mm. the month of August. And then mm. like our all of our processes, everything just changes. Actually, that'd be an interesting thing to maybe even talk about um, processes for like game days or days where it gets a little bit busier. Um, but yeah, I mean our processes within the dealership shift. Everything changes. There goes me hit my own mic, um, but yeah, it's it's just exciting, yeah. exciting times. I love it. I would yeah, so. two, two things. Yeah, like you said, people in process, man. It's amazing to to watch that go down and to be a part of it. You know. Well, let's. I, I must want to see what you got going on out back. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 
a huge truck. How do you own that people many scooters? Un- <laughs> yeah, we've got really good. When, when you've been doing it for 14 you, years. You're good at you get, this now. Yeah, you get it down. We can actually get the whole truck unloaded in about an hour using wow, one great. forklift and a couple, you know, I think three guys. You get one, one person on the forklift, two people, you know, bringing the scooters forward to the end of the truck. And it's right. just like that process until you get it emptied. So anyway, um, let's get into y'all's origin stories a little bit. Who wants to go first? Let Adam go first. His story is Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I've never asked. I usually just demand somebody <laughs> go first. So I definitely think he should. Adam, tell us your story, man. Like, what? where did the restaurant come from? What led to the idea? What led to the creation? And why are you in Gainesville? And just tell us all born, of it. Born and raised. I'm a ACR slash Gainesvillian, whatever you want to call me these days. Been here my whole life. Um Never even really left Gainesville for more than like two weeks at a time. I think it's the longest <laughs> I've ever been away from Gainesville is yeah, 14 days. Um, love this community. Raised here. Um, was a part of the March of Dimes as a kid growing up. You know, remember walking the Walk America. I remember playing ball at Westside Park. I was a very avid member of the Boys and Girls Club here. Um, so my childhood and growing up was a lot of the experiences um, – that I had are things I'm giving back to now in my adulthood. Um, but met, met my beautiful wife. She, she moved here by chance. I found her here, you know, just, she wasn't from here. She was here on a, on a whim kind of a deal going to school with her sister. And unfortunately I had the opportunity to run into her and, and meet her. Um, but we were married in uh, 2005, the same year we opened and founded Adam's rib company. Um, but her mom was a big part of that. She actually, the logo that we use Adam's rib company is, uh, off of a hand painted picture of her mom, you know, painted for us. It's, oh, kind, of, it's cool. kind of like a, um, that is nice. That's cool. Kind of like, you know, the opening <clears throat> gift from, from the in-laws. She, she painted us, us this big picture and, and that's how our logo was founded. But, um, wife and I just got this thing going. Um, we, I've, I've done restaurants for years and years and years. Well, like had, just working at them or, uh, management, all okay. the way up, um, you know, salary positions, um, worked with Grandy's operation, Chick-fil-A, um, Pizza Hut. Um, so I had some good um, corporate background. I actually started as a young kid in the uh, restaurant business at 43rd Street Deli on 43rd <laughs> Street as like a 13-year-old. Used to ride my bikes there on the weekends because I like to work and make money. Is that even legal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have record of all the income all the way back to my my 13 year old days and and for the Social Security Administration knows about all of the earnings so, uh, so yes um, but life life for me has has been um, amazing to the point like I I people talk about well well how did you come about this is a dream this is something I thought about at childhood and something I've been able to live out and, and there's been ups and downs and all that, but, but where, where life is taking my wife and I is to a, a place where we've been able to work hard for 13 years now. So 2005 to 2018 and build, um, a company that we're proud of. Um, we're confident in, we know our brand, we know we care kind of a deal. Um, my wife, my wife is eluding that or exuding that more now than I've ever seen her. I'm kind of seeing her taking this, this bright shining spot because all the the stars are kind of aligning, so to speak, uh, for our business, for our family. Um, our focuses are on the right things. Um, we sleep good at night. 
So with all those things, business is good. Family's good. Our kids are amazing. Uh, 10 and 12 year old boys, but here's the deal. They're going to give us curveballs and stuff every day. So we're, we're working that in as part of like, okay, we got family life. We got work life. We got our married, married life. And then, oh, don't forget, we got 45 employees that want to be chatted with and, and need things and want to know that we're reliable owners. So all of that's kind of come to fruition. And, and that's just it's who we are. Um, Adam's Rib Company, if you don't know about us, is a brand that we are really proud of, but it's something we started from the backbone. We opened up in an old donut shop next door to our original location in 2005. It was something I knew was going to work. People asked me, like, how did you think it was going to work? I knew it was going to work. I didn't have any other choice. Right. Okay. When I put my last $3,000 in to buy the groceries for the restaurant to open up, that was the only $3,000 I have. There was nothing left. Otherwise, you just shut the doors. So we took a we took a chance and we we made it work. My wife was there from day one, pregnant. Actually, it's, it's need, need, need I say, <laughs> pregnant with the child there from day one, with uh, or you know ready to to have a child. I think in in February. So so we opened a restaurant, got married, had a child. We did all that in less than a year, uh, and then have proceeded from there and just moved into Adams Rib Company, the brand we want to be, giving back to the community, loving on people, serving great barbecue. And we really want to have that we care attitude. And we're confident about that we care. Like when my wife and I chat about it yesterday, I'm like, that's what, so that's where we are in our life. We're, we, we know we care, we love, we want to help. And if you think anything other, please come have a conversation with me because I know that that's, that's who we are. You know? <laughs> Did you know, like, that you were going to do, bar like, why not Italian food? <laughs> I, I just wonder, like, when you're, like, opening Italian. a restaurant, you're just like, um, oh. Barbecue. So there's another two-hour story. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, two is there a short version? <laughs> yeah. So I met I met an old timer that had been cooking barbecue for years. He needed some help. He taught me a few tricks. I kind of took it from there. Gotcha. I learned that I could smoke great meats with a dry rub product and do it consistently. So like the whole thing for me was like you could do it one time, but could I do this over and over and over? And then the other side of it, guys, is is it fun now? that I do it over and over and over and over and over and over every day. Cause like, this is something people do for fun, right? On the weekends, right? right, right. Grilling and chilling. So now I'm grilling and chilling every day. And so, and then after a while it's not so chill. So you got to find like ways to keep that exciting and interesting and yeah. you know, everything else, you know. And right. you give this guy the honor of being on his app. So, so, yeah. so, <laughs> this is a loyal, so I'm very loyal to Edward as a friend. So I, I had been yes. in, on business adventures with, Edward, before we had uh, partnered up on another uh, opportunity he had worked with me on um, previously, we, uh, I believed in Edward. I believed in what Edward was doing. When he brought me his app, I, I was devil's advocate. He was. But I'm a supporter, supporter, <laughs> friend, loving friend, but devil's advocate because, yeah. like, if I don't ask you these tough questions, who is, right? right? If I'm not, if I don't run you up and down the road, at least you Which know, at least you know I love you, okay, <laughs> at the end of the day. I'm asking tough questions, but I love, it's out of love. So, with all that said, I became his first restaurant, his first advertiser on this. Oh, you're the first one on it. Was, he yeah. was. He was the oh, hardest wow. one to get, too. <laughs> yeah. I, so, so this is how we all tie it. Got you. Yeah. All right, so, Edward, tell us a little bit about the app, the story. Like, why? Like what What made you want to do this, man? So before I do that, I just want to finish this off. He took me fishing. I thought he was going to try to drown me for a minute, so it wouldn't be in the app anymore. He <laughs> 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 was going to the boat real fast. I'm like, I don't fish that much. Like, this can't be right. <laughs> he came further and further from shore. It's like, the one who's going to know I'm dead. 
Uh, no, so the app started, it's a funny story because every time I tell the story, it's like I bring up the sports authority and everybody knows that we're not a business. I think I'm going to change it like Dick's Sporting Goods or something because unfortunately they're gone. But um, I got this gift certificate in the mail from the sports authority, not a coupon. And I got a bunch of coupons in the mail, but it didn't motivate me to go into the sports authority. So when I got this $10 gift certificate, I was like, wow, this is actually like money. So I'm going to go in there and buy something. So long story made short, I bought something, I walked out, and I thought to myself, this is back in 2011, so there were apps weren't a thing back then. They were just starting to pick up. So everybody had a website. So I thought, well, what happens if I have a website that people can pay five bucks a month and they have access to gift certificates ranging between, depending on the product, from $2 all the way to $10, like a, you know something like the Sports Authority, Dick Sports. Um, so I started doing some research, and uh, I have a lot of really good friends, like Adam, who uh, tell me the truth and nothing but the truth to help from God. So some of those friends were like, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Other people, we call him Dream Crusher. Uh, Tim's like, I used to work out, uh, and Tim, we were working out, and he said, I should like this idea. I presented it, you know, like a restaurant's going to give me a gift certificate, not a coupon. In return, I'm going to promote it to my audience, which was not an audience at the time. Uh, and that's when I went to Adam and I said, would, it, would this be something that has merit? Um, but like, at the end of the day, I was joking aside, it was very supportive. And, you know, good friends do take you through the good, the bad, and the ugly because sure. they want to make sure that if you fail, you fail in front of them. They don't want to fail in front of That was 100%. Well, that, that's what I thought. You no, know, no, I did yeah. too. I did too. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, it was hard, but it was real. Um, but yeah. so that was cool. So I started the business. I started with the website. Um, and then the name became so long, gift certificates and more, uh, .com. So we decided to brand it as GCM. Um, we started in games. I thought you were going for the longest <laughs> know, business right? name ever. I know, award. I know. I should have won that award. <laughs> even my email address is so long, it's so ridiculous to write it. But uh, so it's I'm going to get Gainesville behind that initiative, the longest business name award. Yeah. And then we'll give it to you. I'll probably be there. You'll this get for year sure. one for yes. sure. But the idea was simply when it went from a website to an app, um, I got very blessed. I got really good advice. So we went from 122 members in June 1st of 2013 to 1,000, to 5,000, to 50,000. We have over 80,000 downloads. Currently, about 50,000 of those are active. So because of the growth, we were able to get an investor, and we moved to, we opened it in Jacksonville, Florida, and Tallahassee as well. You just, that's just, pretty recent. Yeah, really. It's actually started this year in January. So we have three cities, and we're hoping to, uh, we're talking to a couple of different people in different cities to also go ahead and franchise it out. Did you feel like you had just maximized Gainesville or like what, like what point, leads yeah. to that decision of like, all right, let's go to Jackson. Is it just the appeal of it being a larger city and you're like, oh, there's more opportunity yeah, or like all of the above. Yeah. So we, we definitely maximize it. I mean, I already been to obviously every restaurant you can think of. If they weren't on the app, it's because they didn't want to be on the app. It wasn't because my pretty face didn't knock on their door kind of thing. Right. Mm. So I knocked on every door. Um, and I started promoting it. And then usually when you get to like 20, 25% saturation per city, that's where you're going to cap. It doesn't matter how much more marketing you do to a point, you're going to be at 20 to 25% of the people are going to be using your product. Even if they already know about it, they may not be interested or, you know, they never heard about it. So you got to keep promoting, which I, I'm a big believer in marketing and social media, as you know. Uh, but that was, that was pretty much, we think like Gainesville is only so big. I love the city, but it's a small city. And we needed to see if this would work in a bigger city. So that's why we chose Jacksonville. And, of course, Tallahassee being the capital uh, and FSU. We thought it was going to be a lot of people there as well. It's done really, really well here. It has. I mean, I have, like, just just playing around on the Instagram uh, 
what a, the poll. You know, you do like the Instagram stories and you do a poll. Right. Well, I did a poll, like it was a screenshot of a gift certificate, more certificate. Yeah. And I said, like, do you have the gift certificate and more app? Question mark. Yes or no. And a hundred percent of the people that have like gone through my story in the last twenty four hours said right. yes. Nice. Like a hundred percent. They all have it. Yes. <laughs> and yes. so, like, I think that's. I mean, I think it's pretty cool to to built something like that especially around you know as, as competitive as technology is these days I yeah, mean, especially for me because i don't know anything about technology you know i'm not i just have the idea i actually hire engineers you know software engineers to actually write it and whatnot so that's been another challenge i'm sure like when you have a lot of employees some of the employees if they don't if you don't know what an employee can do then it's hard to manage that because you don't know if that task can take them two hours or two minutes right because i'm not a programmer i have no idea when it comes to sales i know what would expect from me because i've been doing sales for eight years but yeah, getting the, the technology behind it and trying to learn a little bit about technology as you grow the company and as you do sales is definitely a challenge. I'm sure Adam has the same experiences doing different things, but you have a lot of balls up in the air and you have to make sure you juggle as an entrepreneur. And sometimes, unfortunately, you're gonna drop a ball. Yeah. The question is, you know, you're gonna sit there and cry about it, or you're gonna pick it up again and start juggling it again, and you're gonna drop another one. So you try to do your best. You know, surround yourself with good people like you do, that's the key. Yeah. That's definitely the key. I mean, what's been the biggest challenge? So both of you guys, I mean, both of you guys have had pretty recent growth. When did you open the second restaurant, Adam? January 2000, well, no, the second restaurant we opened 2012. Okay, oh, and then we Dang, re, it doesn't then we, seem like it's been that long to me. But. Yeah, so we've been open mm-hmm. six years there, and then, and then we obviously we moved our original location next door in 2016, January. So we're, we're kind of, you know, we've got our home bases set now, and, and we're, you know, kind of, driving it the direction driving in the direction we want to go so when you took that leap of opening a second place i mean what was what was that thought process like what was the you know what's the biggest challenge and what's the biggest challenge of doing that just making sure your ducks are in a row proper planning prevents piss poor performance <laughs> what are you going to open a third location that's the question but then like you, like there was something he just said too like you guys know this it gets a little sloppy sometimes. You just right. do the best you can. You fight. Right. And you fight. And you fight. And you get tired. You want to give up. Yeah, I can remember just telling you about it. No, I can remember how many times I want to give up, but I don't. You know, and people always want to know what the secret sauce is or whatever. Yeah, so give it to us. The secret sauce is is that you it's just the vinegar sauce. Is that, by the way. No, the, yeah, <laughs> it's the Car- Carolina mustard vinegar. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got a little bit of my rub in it. You just squirt it right on there. It's it's like a pig He's not sauce. They give you the proportion though. That's the secret. That's the secret. No, but all seriously, all seriousness, like it's the secret. Like my wife and I, I, she's my best friend. She's my business partner. So everything that I talk about, I, you're probably gonna hear me say, my wife. My wife is. My Michelle she's the brains behind Brewer. the whole institution. She, no, yeah, she, no, I was saying we should have had them on the husband the, wife she, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. She's the rock. She's the she's the backbone behind them. Ripcoming. She's the no quit. So so I, right, I, well, I, let's get her in here. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Hey, <laughs> Adam, you need to go. Adam, yeah, you need to go. So, so, Why no, is but, Adam here? No, I, because I explain it all. Because I understand how to, I put it all together. So she, she, she's like, she does this, and and and, the, and then we have a business manager that does this, and I do this, and then we put it all together, kind of like his board. There's all these working parts, and then there's there's Adam Drip Company in the middle in the bubble, right? So, so that's how we operate. He's but, referring but, to a big whiteboard that's behind me in the all office. Kinds of crazy. It's got all his brains listening. It's got it's all his brainstorming, brain whatever, and his splattered onto and, a wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's one, great. Just one so you guys know what it's great. If you if you want to learn anything, take a picture of your, your board and, and share that share that with people. So, <laughs> um, gives you direction. But my thing is again, the secret. I don't know. 
there's the secret sauce is hard work and the yep. secret sauce is not taken off when you want to go and so we went on vacation for two days not 10 days right because i'm a business owner and not because i, I, I couldn't even i can afford do that but two i can afford two whole days colin i can afford to go on vacation for 10 days but i don't because <laughs> you know what i'm getting ready for football season like we just reiterated and i got things i want to get done and my wife and i we have beautiful children that we love to spend time with but I, my priorities are in a row like i got my ducks in a row my priorities are in line and and so i think the the, the working part of what i'm doing and me me wanting to work hard and after 13 years make this go that's that's the exciting thing and then again we have a team of people that are not they're fighters we all fight we and we have rough days and we have things that happen and we just fight through it and 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 after a while the things that used to be a big deal aren't even a big deal anymore so so that's over time right okay so but one one thing i have to ask okay. yeah before okay. i forget so and this is something I've wanted to ask since 2012 when you opened up the second store is you opened it up in the old Joe's Deli, which I think everyone would agree isn't the prettiest building there is in Gainesville. But your business is so impressive and so well liked by everyone that that building doesn't even affect anybody. It's awesome. I go I like the south location. And why did you why did you decide one to open it there? And then two. Um, you know, just from like Edward's perspective, I don't know if there's another business that could operate there as well as you guys do. And that's, that's really impressive. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another three part question here. <laughs> Boop, let me process. Pause. Um, and I yeah. don't mean to be negative no, about it, but no, I just, no. it, just it's to me in general, you know, there's the Guthrie's so, across the street. It's kind of a weird area. You know, yeah. it's been built up, you know, different ways. Now the hospital's there, Bluegill's there. But it's an interesting area to choose, and, and you guys are super successful there. Yeah, so I don't even attach to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just, like, I mean. What do you mean gut? the building's Is it just gut? It's just gut. It's yeah. instinct. It's, yeah. like, it's opportunity. So so I was put in a place there. I was put. I was given an opportunity, and then I made the most of the opportunity. It wasn't like, oh, this building will work. Oh, this Actually, if you check with the University of Florida, like architect people and the engineers, it's an architectural genius how that building's built. It's, um, the walls don't support the ceiling. So it's all precast concrete, four pillars standing alone, and there's walls built up around it. Huh. And in the back, we've obviously, there's been an addition that they, Joe's, you know, Joe's Deli put on there, and we've put a new roof on the back. But the main part of the building yeah. is a precast concrete building with pillars, and in the and it's it's these big like cups, four cups. If you looked at it from the ceiling, it looks like these four cups, and they drain, and the water goes into the things, and it drains through my building through the pillars and goes out the side <laughs> under the under the sidewall. Are you serious? Yeah. So. So, but, but here's the deal, gut. So opportunity presents, you know, yeah. okay, I, I got an opportunity to buy this. I, we can, we can get in the driver's seat here. Okay. Now you can expand and meet the needs of all these awesome people down here in a completely different demographic. And then people go, well, you're only 2.1 miles away from yeah, the that, restaurant. I mean, that was my thought. I'm like, it, you're really not that far from the other place. Two different demographics. Right. Yeah, really? Two I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, and I could tell you things about marketing on, up there a mile and marketing a, a down there a mile and how I market to do two different crowds in two different ways. And, and we are, you know, we're, we're loved and we're appreciated. Um, I mean, in, no, in, yeah. in, re, in the restaurant business and retail, you're always being preached location, location, location. I mean, yeah, you agree with that? Like I, has your location just been, yeah, I mean, what, 441, for you got 50,000 trips a day. Yeah. 
Today we got more because there's an accident on I-75, so you're gonna get like 83,000 trips today yeah. before the traffic opens back up. So, have you ever thought about expanding beyond Gainesville? I hope so. Yeah. So there's a rebrand in place. We, I mean, people have come to us. All it takes is money. <laughs> so my first franchise, we're like, we're, I got the number. We know what it costs to do this. We have all the franchising paperwork done, but. Are you announcing right here on the WHOA no. DMV podcast? Because <laughs> you, you gotta be franchising. You gotta be real. You gotta be real bold to do what we do. Because I know what kind of work it takes. So you could have all the money in the world, and you right. could have this, thing, you know, that you want to do this. But unless you're willing to put the work in that it takes to to brand to do this brand, because this brand is not, you know, you see these advertisements for the hands off make your money business. This isn't a hands off business. It's a hands on business. It's very profitable if you keep your hands on your business. It's not very profitable if you don't, mm -hmm. you know. And, and most real, honest business owners will will tell you that, you know, even if they've moved away from their business for a while, they'll tell you that. I mean, things are great, but it's always better when I'm involved more. So yeah. the more that I put in, the more I get out, right? And that's just how it works in, in, in all businesses, I believe, you know. And then you can put people and processes in place, and those things are great, but if I'm not physically here and you don't feel my energy, you can't see me every day, and you're just hearing me over a phone or you're hearing through the grapevine what I need, there's no connection. So it's always back to the people and the connection and the right. process. So let's, Edward, you yeah. Sorry about all this. I'm just no, no, you're good. I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all in it. I'm, like, I'm all in it. I'm, I'm, I'm inspired. Yeah. I love the, like, the, the grit, the grind, the hard work aspect, saying, yeah, you want to do it? Like, it's hard work. I mean... For me, I've seen you do this for years. I mean, people are afraid to go door to door to door to door to door. And you, I mean, both of you, but like Edward, I've seen so much hustle out of you over the years. I mean, yeah, nonstop. You know, like, what? How do you deal with the no? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, I get though. a lot of no's. I get a lot of no's. You would but think by looking get, at this face, they'll say that? yes. Because I think the no scares so many people. It does. Like, how do you get past that? How what? Like, how can how you? you? How can you teach other entrepreneurs to not fear the no? You know, so you never stop fearing the no. That's the thing that's that's weird about this. So it still like bothers you yeah, to this the, day. You it, like walk it, into a restaurant, meet yeah. with a business owner. It gave my little feelings hurt. No. Yes, I do. It, but it's it's what you do with that. You don't you don't you know you definitely get down. At least I do. But I don't let it get me down for too long. You know, it's like it's like a good uh, DB in football, right? If you get yeah. beat once, you don't get down on yourself because guess what? You're gonna get beat twice and third time and so on and so forth. You have to have a really short term memory. Which is good because I actually do. I don't remember very many good things. So I was like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even remember this guy said no to me last week. I'm gonna go back in there. But um, all kidding aside, you have to have like tact. a fish. <laughs> I can fish. Yes. <laughs> no, but people always say like, I'm, I like no's because it gets me closer to a yes. I don't believe in that. I hate no's. You know, I love yeses like everybody else. But I also hate more maybes because maybes waste your time because you keep coming back and keep coming back. And in some cases, it maybe is necessary because the, the restaurant owner may not know if they like this because it's a little bit different. I'm not just like a regular coupon. There's a little angle to me. Like Mark Cuban said when I started, I always like to listen to people. I don't read, but I like to listen to podcasts. So that's when you invited me to this. I'm like, I'm all in because I've heard hundreds of podcasts in my life, actually in the last two or three months, uh, because I do like to educate myself through podcasts. But the idea is, what's your secret sauce, right? Why are you Adam? Why are you not Sonny's or anybody else? 
because it's different when you go there. And there's nothing wrong with the other ones. It's just different. Everybody has their gift. So my gift was going to be that I was going to do gift certificates, not coupons, like direct coupons. Um, so when you walk into a place and you get a no, you just like, maybe I didn't explain it right. You know, maybe there's something, maybe that's not the right timing. It's just like anything else. I tell a lot of people, this is like dating. It could be the right person, but it's the wrong time at the wrong place. Mm. So you have to give them time. Somebody just opened up, like in Jacksonville, we said this huge steakhouse open up. Um, they're one of my huge clients here, and she wants to do it, but she's also doing really well because she just opened up. So it makes sense that she wants to have six months or 12 months, whatever she needs to get comfortable, and then she's gonna be doing some branding and marketing, and then I can come along. So that no doesn't hurt as much, or that's more like a, I understand no. Some no's that you, you get, and you're like, I don't think I explain it well, and it's, it's, it's my fault, not their fault, because it is unique. Uh, but to answer your question, do the no's feel better? Nah, every no hurts, but you know, you deal with it just like in your business. Does everybody buy a scooter when they walk in? They don't, you know, it's yes, just, they do. <laughs> <laughs> this is new scooter for less, buddy. I don't know what you think you are. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the emojis? Well, that would be amazing. <laughs> so the idea is you just keep taking the notes and you move on with yourself, you know, and you write it down and you come back in about two to three months and you try to do it again. And so I've gotten a lot of yeses after I get a no. Is there anything that has made it easier? To get, like to, to get over it or is it still hurts yeah has the pitch changed yeah the pitch has I changed mean, I'm sure that's, uh, yeah, yeah yeah because i have different audience right at the yeah. end of the day i i have a, I would play a game so to speak that here with the most audience wins right so if, when i had 100 people nobody cared when i had 50,000 people all of a sudden i look sexier and slimmer and they're like oh you're smart all of a sudden you know that guy looked not very smart now he looks smart 100%. because you have yeah. an audience and and that's my job my clout job, Yes. Clout. You got clout. clout. You have clout. And that, that, that happens <laughs> over time. <laughs> it does, you, you can't go into a, a place and say, oh, you have a thousand. Like in Jacksonville, I go in there and I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any followers. And they tell me, I'll be honest with you. Let the door hit you in the face on the way out. <laughs> you know? So you got to be careful. But that's why when you sell at the beginning, because I've done that here, Gainesville's my baby. It's like, I know how to sell at the beginning. I know how to sell in the middle. I know how to sell when actually successful. Because in Gainesville, having 50,000 downloads is pretty good. Because we're a small community, 125,000 people, yeah, 250,000 no, awesome. people in the county. You know, Jacksonville's got 1.3 million. So if I had 50,000 in Jacksonville after three years, I'd be horrible. So they, they understand and they see the hustle. And I show them the app in Gainesville when I'm up in Tallahassee and in Jacksonville. And they respect, like, oh, I recognize that business, you know. And believe it or not, they know about Adam. Because, I mean, yes, it's far, but it's not really that far. You know, it's not one and a half. Tallahassee is two and a half hours. They know us. We know them. There's a lot of overlapping businesses. The mom and pops, people recognize the brand. He's been in business for 10 years. I've used Adam as an example in Tallahassee. I know there's not an Adam Strips up there, you know, but they understand, oh, I have a mom and pops. I also have big chains. So that gives you credibility and gets you less no's. Is it self-sustaining now? Like the it app? Is. Like I mean, so in Gainesville, you, like you can go to Jacksonville and bust your butt in Jacksonville right. knowing that everything in Gainesville is just fine. Right. Whereas if one of us opened, you know, I mean, if you open a restaurant in Jacksonville or if I open up a scooter dealership in anywhere, I mean, right. like I'm going to be like, Man, I hope my other business is okay. <laughs> no, I still do that. Yes. You do? Yeah, okay. I still do that. I don't think that ever goes away. But the, di the difference is I'm still doing both territories. I didn't just ignore Gainesville. So I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays in Jack's, uh, Thursday, Fridays in Gainesville. You know, sometimes even Saturdays. Like yesterday we had ice cream day, you know, all day Sunday. Uh, I worked it. So, you know, a lot of people don't I even know. I liked all the comments on the Facebook. Yes. Is this for real? I know. Some people, people were like, is this for real? You can <laughs> really free like, ice cream? Free ice cream at Cold Stone. It was crazy. We did over 3,000 scoops. <laughs> but to answer your question, I don't ignore this. I'm still responsible for two territories and, and Tallahassee. I have a really good guy working in that territory, so he doesn't need me much or at all. But I still like to make sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing just to make sure that, like you said, that I'm, I'm on his team. I'm not just somebody who's going to be on the phone and say, hey, good. I want him to feel my spirit. 
is very he's right about that yeah and i've had this conversation with yeah. him about like we had we talked about this like eight yeah. weeks ago right and just kind of where his move and where he's going just friend to friend and i think like he has a like he's like just kind of like you are you guys are organized you know what you want you know where you're going you you got a plan you know you know what is it about you know you know if you you know fail to plan plan to fail you know right. like you guys got a plan so it's easy to, it's easy to, it's palatable everything you say is palatable and it's easy to listen to but it's also like who you are it's not like you if you get up in the morning you grind you're grinding you're not pretending like you're grinding right yeah. we're not living some fairy tale we're really like he does it and you're not living i mean you guys it's, it's you're really working you know ty, ty loves a fairy tale <laughs> I, 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 ty, ty, I apologize i don't know though. enough about what you're doing right now with your life so no, i apologize no, i should guy. can i interview no, you guy, for a second no, this guy works his butt off i just like to yeah. give him our time so what are you currently doing now <laughs> tell, tell me your, your, your i your, can't give away all my secrets yeah no oh, kidding aside i met ty guys. about yeah, ty did. used to play a lot of basketball so i met him when he was i had another business and that's how i first met ty um, hoops so, galore. Yes, hoops galore. I was an advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my fourth business in Gainesville. Really? So I used to own a restaurant, and that's I think that's one of the key things when I started GCM is I can actually relate to Adam. Um, I wasn't as successful as Adam. I couldn't relate to the success, but I can relate to the food cost, the labor cost, and a lot of businesses go into a restaurant thinking this guy's a multimillionaire. You know, because he's <laughs> right. Exactly. No, no. Like I get no, that. It's true. They I don't, get they, that perception. Yeah. yeah. People have that perception yeah. of me all the time because of, you know. I, I never got that perception. Of oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks for keeping. I it. never thought that. Thanks for keeping it real. No, I think it's easy to like you know look at this location, look at the property, look at the dealership, look yes. at it and be like, oh, oh, that guy's made it. Blah, yes. blah, and, and you have that feeling of no, I'm not. Even and you close. have made it. Yeah, but you and you and your beautiful wife Facebook live and like. Italy and stuff. Yes. You know, like, oh, this guy must <laughs> yeah, be. Look at this guy. He definitely. <laughs> Mr. Vespa. Sure, sure. You're so, following. That's all good. Have you? I mean, so but so you said this is like your fourth business. It's My this, fourth business. This is what I mean when it comes to entrepreneurship. See, I don't. They always. A lot of people say that they bet on the jockey, not on the horse. Right. Right. When it comes to entrepreneurship, I mean, like you're one of those guys. Like, even Sam the horse. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying like, I'm saying that Edward is a good bet because yeah, like, because you it depends like, who you e ask. Even I'm just saying like even I think from the outside in, you know, in the early days people would bet on you and like and they'd still bet on you even if GCM right. like it's it's working like you're onto something right and that and that feels and that feels good but yes. like you're a you're a good bet because even if it doesn't like you're not going to stop the persistence the right. like the grit the grind and yeah. entrepreneur you know like you definitely have that oh thanks man i appreciate it i think you, you almost have to to, to be because being an entrepreneur it's like a little bit crazy uh i tell my most of my friends are not their employees and you know, I look back and look at their life and a little bit with envy. Not in a, I've never been an envious person, like I want their materialistic things, but I was like, I like their freedom. Like you said, you took a two-day vacation, right? I got a buddy of mine, just his wife gave birth, of course, and he took a month off. Oh, my God. I know. He did. And I was like, good God, the ability to do that. I'm not hating on him. Amazing, yeah. Right. It's like, I have, I have no idea what that is. Sure. You know, I've been doing this for eight years, and if I take, my mom's here from Alaska, and I already told her, Mom, I'm not going to take two weeks off. I'm still going to work. You know, so it's like to me the the idea of being able to do that. And again, I'm not hating. 
they, they're smart. They took calculated risk. They knew what they wanted, the level Amen. of tolerance. Uh, I'm not that smart. I still got to figure out, okay, do I really want to sacrifice my life? Because that's what you do. You sacrifice your life for this. You literally do. You sacrifice your life. You only have so many days in this planet. And a lot, every day that you spend to your business, you're never going to get back for yourself, whether it's family time. And you have to have that balance. So they chose to have, hey, I just want to get paid. At 501, I walk out. I do what I want. And I don't. And part of me says, like, maybe I should have done that. You know, I went to UF, graduated with an engineering degree. And I was like, maybe I should do that kind of thing. Or, but I also enjoy seeing the company grow. So it's, it's a pull and pull thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, I, always, I asked this one guy, he gave me a really good answer. Like, What's the difference between a businessman and an entrepreneur? Because I thought it was one and the same growing up. Mm. He said, and he gave me what I consider a good example, a good, a good uh, analogy, if you would, or a good definition. A businessman is somebody that can work for a company, and he's a businessman. And then an entrepreneur is the guy who built the company that the businessman works for. So building the company, it's what takes a lot of time, energy, and, uh, and guts, and you know, your freedom, it takes away. Because you don't have financial freedom when you start a business, would you agree? No. You don't have it. And all my friends have that financial freedom because they make really good salaries. And that's what I envy, the fact like, man, I wish I could have that financial freedom to be able to do, you know, if I want to buy something, I buy. I, every time I go to a restaurant to this day, I always read the menu right to left. You know, it's like, okay, what can I afford? And then I'm going to go to the left to see what that is. Yeah, but so, they all, but here's the deal. They all want to be in your shoes. Yeah, I guess. Like, it, it is. <laughs> I, you know, How about that don't perspective? Don't be in my Nikes. You don't want to no, be but in my Nikes. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, I, I mean, I get where you're but going crazy, with this. Though, right? but, crazy. but I get where you're going with this, yeah. but they, they just want to hear about your fight. Like, yeah. I went scalloping with some friends on Sunday, and it's like, like everybody's so like they know what kind of life I live and it's so hard that they just want me to like have a day where I can enjoy myself like friends like just friends just going out of their way just to be my friend you know what I'm saying just because they know like I live a rough life it's tough you know my wife the struggle is real the struggle is real (laughs) but the idea of that is like they they want to know what I do every day they want to hear about the stories they want to know about it and so now I can just make it like a like a battle story you know I start telling battle (laughs) stories you know about what you can even make it up a little they'll believe it (laughs) one thing that he 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 didn't bring up I'm sure you would agree with this is when he I remember when he started maybe not 05 but 06 07 him and his brother Andrew Poe they were out there hustling man we were doing a remote and I remember seeing this oh another little mom and pops coming again so trying to open up the donut shop place and I'm like, man, this is amazing. And then the ribs were good quality size ribs. So it was like a family affair, man. And his mom is a really supportive, awesome lady. So you, you have a good core. Amen. You do. You really, and, you, and you need that because if you're an entrepreneur and your wife doesn't support you, your girlfriend or whoever, your, your mom, whatever, Noah is telling you, like, don't do this. And you see because you're going to fail a crap ton of times before you succeed. That's just how it works. So if you're failing in your business and you're getting this pressure to quit to do, you know, the, go the traditional route, which, again, there's nothing wrong with that route. It's a lot of people don't, they can't, I don't want to say take it, take it the wrong word, but they stop doing it. They're like, you know what, this isn't what I need to be doing at this time. And maybe it isn't. Uh, so you're, you're lucky that you have a good base, and so are you, uh, because without that support at home, it won't work. It just simply won't work. It, it definitely takes a family. It takes a village. All right, so I have a question for you guys now. At this stage in your career, like, and, and Ty, I'd like to know this from you as well. I mean, do you guys find, like, just more and more opportunities coming your way? Because now, like, at Real Estate, yeah. that, like, you're a hustler of a guy. Like, you're going door to door to door to door. Like, there's so many businesses that would kill for somebody like that, right? Right? Yeah. That would that would go out and do that kind of thing because it's kind of an old school art that's, yes. that's lost. Um, that's I mean, hard. Uh, do you find people knocking on your door saying, Edward, like, dude, like, let me just let me just pay you this and yeah. you come work for us. Yeah, yeah. I've or, been that a lot. you know, like, 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what opportunities have come y'all's way. I mean, and, I mean, here's another one I can think of for you, Edward. Like, what about restaurant consulting? I mean, mm-hmm. you've been in enough restaurants. You could probably say, like, Adam does this way different than everybody else, right. like this particular thing, and this is what makes him special because you've been in how many thousands of restaurants? <laughs> Too many. You know? Too like, many, yeah. I just think that there's probably so many opportunities. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to, to know, like, have you had anything come across y'all's plates that is just unique opportunities? I'm all about, you know, diversifying my portfolio for my family, you know, and so whatever that, you know, we, we have some real estate investments and okay. so I'm, I really like <clears throat> land, <laughs> not making any more. That's um, right, I was gonna say, you can't make any more land. You know, if you told me I had to put every bit of my paycheck you know, into buying land. Can you say McDonald's? I, I could still eat, you know, yep. and the bills would get paid. I'd put every extra penny into real estate. Right. Um, I just, I know the value of real estate and um, people talk to me a lot of times about my commercial properties um, and they're an investment. And so, you know, you can invest your time, you can invest your energy, you can invest your money, you know, mm-hmm. and so we try to make that a good fit for all three and say, well, I'm gonna put time, energy, and money into these operations, but these operations are gonna in turn, you know, take care of, you know, real estate for us, long-term stuff. So I think like, you know, the big deal for me is is having the plan that we were talking about, but then like five, 10, 15, 20, executing that plan, you know, in, in right. increments of five, and then really like, where where do I wanna be? But so, so but, but back to your question, Yes, opportunities arise, but there are all kinds of opportunities. My thing is, is I still think I'm, I'm not, I'm getting notches in my belt. So I know a lot. I understand. I get it. One day, God's going to put me in a place to really just boom, let the gates open. I'm still learning. I'm still gaining knowledge. I'm still, I'm, st- I'm not there yet. <clears throat> People are like, yeah, you're not, not. I know. I'll know when I'm there. I know when I'm ready to let the floodgates open and do something similar to what you do. This is this is an amazing thing what you guys are doing. So, and I don't, I know you got listeners and viewers, but guys, if you're listening, this is a great thing. This is amazing. This is for Gainesville. This is what we are about. But you want to hear real life, real stuff going on every day? Listen to this show. But but this is the this is this is this would be my form of an opportunity to give back or get back get more involved in the community to do something like this. So I look at this as a ministry or a, a therapy or a date whatever you want to call it your sure. daily right. tracker. But this is real. So and when you say like you're waiting for like those floodgates to, to open, or you know that those floodgates are coming, and they're gonna open, and like you're gonna have all like how do you stay patient? Because I mean, trust in the Lord. All right. <laughs> I just think, you Call know, my heart. hey, in entrepreneurship, in entrepreneurship, we're surrounded by 20-year-olds that want it, yeah, well, want they, it all at 21 t- years yeah. old. Tell them, I mean, tell them. the truth. They're yeah, like, so, like, oh, yeah. Like, I need my Ferrari right now. Yeah, no. So do I. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was not, so I was gifted with children. I didn't have patience. So I've been blessed with children. I've <laughs> two been blessed, boys. I've been blessed with two boys. Yeah. I've been blessed with a lot of great employees that have, have helped me gain that. But the patience, it, it, that's the hardest part, man. Yeah. You always say, like, that's a Tom Petty song about that. Waiting is the hardest part. Like, yeah, but enjoy the, like, you, you guys talk about this, you talk about this a lot, like, enjoying the moment. So I'm enjoying the moment. I enjoyed the moment the other day with my family and friends. I could tell you 20 different things that happened. I just, I thoroughly enjoyed these memories and these moments we're making. But every day it's an opportunity to make more memories while you wait. 
But then people say, what are you waiting for? I'll tell you, I used to think that. Okay, I'm the, I'm the come on, let's go guy. Yeah. Well, come on, let's go wait. <laughs> <laughs> With me is the, because Adam is actually, obviously, he has his businesses. He has a brick and mortar store. My business is, is obviously online. So I don't, I'm not always in one location. He most of the time is. He's either in his restaurants or doing something for his restaurants, close to his restaurants. I'm all over the place. So I get to see more people because I, that's my job. I get to knock on people and introduce myself. So I've been offered jobs from, you know, from uh, POS systems, credit card processing, radio, television. I got offered a job last week in Jacksonville to sell, car sell cars, you know, stuff like that, which is obviously flattering because they're pretty much saying, hey, I like you, I like the way you present yourself. The job itself may be something I'll never do. But the fact that somebody, in essence, loves you enough or cares enough to say, I like this guy's, you know, little engine. Because that's, at the end of the day, that's all that people care about, right? Yeah. People care about your engine. It's when you were talking about a 21-year-old or whatever. I know 21-year-olds that are amazing. I know 21-year-olds that are not amazing. I know but you can say that with 31s and 41s and whatever age one is, right? I think what people are looking for, the reason that people ask you if you want to be part of their team is because they see the drive. And I believe that it doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, green. At the end of the day, if you have a drive, in the United States of America in 2018, you will make money. Now, money should not be your only motivator, but if you do things well, I think people will recognize that and that would follow. And if it doesn't work in that business, somebody else is willing to pay you. You know, but to yeah. me, that's the biggest thing is people see the drive, the hustle, and they go like, man, this guy is out there doing the real thing. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like doing, you got it. You, you got, got the it. it factor. Yeah. You got but the, the it factor is, I tell people, it's not a gift. I, no, I can't no, fly I like Michael Jordan. No, I, no, I it's it just like my gift is I'm hungry. You know, it's like, and I want to make this company. No one's going to work as hard as you Right. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to work as hard as I can. And one of those things, like they were saying, this, uh, one of the actors saying, he's going to go in a treadmill. He's going to run faster than you. He's going to die before you do kind of thing, right? And I see that. I don't say that I disagree with that. My philosophy is I'm, I'm not worried about how hard you work. I'm worried about how hard and smart I work. You may hustle me, and that's fine, you know, because you may, you may be oh, half my age. I'll hustle you. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> you'll hustle because you're leaner and meaner. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that I do the best of my ability, and I'm going to be in that rocking chair and say I gave it my all to the best of my abilities. I don't care if I worked harder than you. This, that, it's not a competition for me. It's just how can I do the best that I can. If my best is not good enough, then it isn't good enough. But I'm also a balance of life. Like when you started working, you were, you were working crazy hours. I remember like, yeah. you know, but then he got to the point that he's like, okay, I only have 24 hours. That's the one thing that we all have in common, right? Whether you're rich or poor. So he's like, how, what, what are those 24? When you start the business, you have to give it 25 hours because you don't have a choice. Yeah. But then as you start building the business, you can say, it, to me, it's a luxury. You can afford to say, you know what? I'm going to hire somebody to do what I used to do, and I'm going to spend time with my boys. That's a luxury. Uh, that most entrepreneurs, when they start their business, at least don't have. And obviously, if you become very successful, then you can do that 24. Like Charles Barkley said, every day is Christmas when you're rich, right? So, but you have to work your way to that Christmas. It's not just going to happen. No one's going to give you the money. Is it a luxury or is it an investment, though? See, like, that's, I, that's a good question. I mean, when I tell people all the time that we're the only dealership in the country that's got 25 people working for it. Scooter dealership, I'm referring to. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Like. And when people ask me about that, I'm like, I'm investing in high quality people all around me. And and I often refer to you know, the people who walk in, the people who walk in the other dealerships, right. business owner, opens the front door, counts the till, does all the sales, locks the place down. Like, right. I don't do any of that. Right. Instead, I hire team members that do that. And I'm focused on this 
larger growth. I'm focused on scooter capital of the world. I'm focused on building a new media company that's going where New Scooters for Less will be a client of that media company yep. so I can help New Scooters yeah. for Less become sure. the scooter company, the scooter capital of the world. Right. You know, I'm making investments. Right. Meanwhile, like living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> wife, wife is like, honey, can you please, please, <laughs> please bring enough money home to pay the mortgage? And I'm like, when's the mortgage due? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's the late penalty? Back to being supportive wife. Yeah. But then, yeah, but then tell, how many years have you been in business? So people 14. can hear this. Yeah, 14, 14 years. Okay. Yeah. And they, they think, you know, that it, it, it's all, it's, it's all about that. I mean, I think it's about making yeah, the, but they don't, they, but most people don't understand that it's constant investment for 15, 20, 30 years and that you don't get rich overnight. You don't get rich over 10 years. You don't get rich over 15 years. So I'm hitting the 13 year mark. You're at 14 and yeah, it's, it's a not 25 year old, 25 yeah. year overnight success. Yeah, we were over. Yeah. 25 year overnight success. And, what it'll end up and, being, and that, but that's, that's <laughs> what, years. yeah. But I just I, I like to put that emphasis on it because it's it's as great as your brand is and uh, as comfortable and, and and excited as I am about my brand, it's a work in progress every day. Yeah, you know we're trying to get better, we're trying to be innovative. You know on the sheet we filled out a while ago, there were six different platforms of social media right. to keep up with. And you're right. like, what's, um, what's Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have Facebook and Instagram. I get I'm proud of you. So, uh, what's this little ghost guy? Well, Ty, I mean, have you over your career had other opportunities come your way because, you know, because of best of Gainesville or because of your media stuff? I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. And best of Gainesville is not even two years old. Yeah. So a lot of my opportunities are from golf first and foremost. And, um, you know, I'm a big brother to to two little brothers, you know, coach basketball, always been coaching and always been good at leading. Um, Especially when I ran the golf course in Vegas, we had 50, 60 employees. And, uh, you know, I'm on the strip meeting with, you know, C-level people at, you know, Aria and Cosmo and these conventions. So I've I've had the luxury of meeting really um, interesting people that are very successful through golf. And it's given me an opportunity now with I still do a lot of golf stuff and do some consulting, but it's given me an opportunity maybe to see what Best of Gainesville can become, and it's made me really patient with it. So, like, and we've talked about this on a prior podcast. No one knew I ran it for almost a year and a half. Maybe Edward did. A couple, a couple people did, but I was super. I'm still super patient with it. I don't want to play my all my cards before I have to, and I've been lucky that I haven't had to. Um, I like listening and learning from, you know, I've met so many more people since I've moved back a year and a half ago than I did before. And I thought I knew everyone in town. So um, I've had tons of people offer me positions or, you know, I sit on two boards now. Um, I'm always just trying to learn and see where I can fill in the gaps. One, to do something I really like. And then two, to be as helpful to the community as I can. and I mean, through the podcast, we've just had so many different things happen. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. We're actually starting, I'm starting another mini podcast called Pod Smiled on the Gators. It's a Gator podcast. Cool. And uh, yeah, we're going to have, we've got some cool guests lined up, you know, little 10 minute weekly ones again. And um, I actually wanted to get to that in our final segment. But one of the things we're going to do, it's going to be an article in the magazine too, which debuts in a couple of weeks. Um, 
is like your Tell essential. Tell people about that. Have you even uh, announced that? Yeah, so Best of Gainesville, the magazine's coming out August, first first of August, maybe. So by the time this podcast airs, you should be able to find it both digitally um, at bestofgnv.com and at about 80 locations in town. Um, you know, the Bog Weekly podcast is starting. We got 50 views or 50 downloads this week from 28 last week, from 20 the week before. So it's growing. Hoping to get 100 by first week of August. Um but the Gator podcast is going to be interesting. We're, in it, we're lining up some ex-players that we're friends with. I, I play golf at Florida, so we've got some athletes that are going to be maybe a part of it. Um, but one of the things we're working on for the magazine is, like, your essential game day activities. Not your favorite moments, but, like, what do you guys do? Because we're all Gator fans here. What's your game day look like? Like, what's your favorite thing? you got someone coming into town that's never been to a Gator game. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You know, maybe you go pregame at Adams, you know. What do you What do you guys right. do? I like you know, I've that. got I've got my own couple like that, couple yeah. things, and some of them are funny. We're doing like a list, and I'll give away the first one. The first one is like, you better go load up on Pedialyte. You know, it's gonna be a long day. Yeah. But uh, you know, so, it's stuff for different people. Um, <laughs> it also depends what so, time of the game. If it's a night yeah, game, you, you it, do different things. Exactly. Like you do a noon you game, know, so it's like stuff that I want to help people in the because we get DM'd and emailed all the time for all these different little things. Yeah. We're trying to be that that place you can find those little kind of interesting nuggets. Everybody's looking for that. Now. Yeah, they're all looking for Everybody's it, you know, and, you know, so that's what we're trying to do. So if you guys have any information or, you know, cool little essential game day things, you know, I'm just, my way. I mean, 30, 38 years old, like if you were to ask me where social media is going to take me as to things like that, yeah, I'm going to invest my time just wanting to have you know, new ideas, fresh ideas. So I've been tailgating my whole life, but if you were to post that, I'm going to watch it because yeah. I want to like, man, get some new ideas. I don't, I don't drink. So the Pedialyte thing is not a big deal, <laughs> but I'd want to know what people are doing as far as, you know, uh, you know, tailgating, are they camping out before? I mean, you know, you got RVs that are rolling in for the whole weekend. Are they setting up and eating three meals a day and then tailgate the day before? I mean, there's just, there's a lot of cool stories that you can get. And yeah. then there's a ton of, People that and we get a lot of road, like road people right. coming to us. You know, it's almost a not a 50-50 mix, but it's like, where do we eat? Where do we go? You know, is there a way we can save money somewhere? Or like, where should we stay? Like, we want to walk. You know, so trying to like put those little things, viral, shareable items together through our platform has been the most exciting that's thing for cool. me. And that's where the opportunities keep piling up. It's like, hey, we're, we're someone that people find without knowing about us. And that's what's been really exciting. And we can push those same people to the places we love. And you dude, you're like you're a resource. We talked about yeah. it multiple times. You're no longer an Instagram account. You're no longer right. a Gainesville influencer. You're like you're a resource. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's great. And th- I know this has come up in a previous podcast as well, but like the the ability, you know, he's saying you get to learn so much from so i mean i think i'm in like well we're in the luckiest seats ever because we get to mm-hmm. interview entrepreneurs oh, incredible individuals businesses like <laughs> all the time now yeah right i'm like i'm learning i'm just this is my yeah, this you, is can, my, this you is, can stay after the show and ask extra questions right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are, which we do yeah. and we put posted on tuesday it's called the side hustle <laughs> yeah. but we have like you know we're we're constantly in the we're in the greatest seat because we get to learn you know from from you guys and from other entrepreneurs and just like get our education. I actually don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but you know, it's because I'm 
doing my own and I get to right. bring people yeah. in here and I get to <laughs> like hear what they have to say. So um, I don't know, I think it's cool, but we've often said, you know, that Gainesville is a place where you can, where you can go into Adam's ribs for lunch and then Adam is there and he'll sit down at the table with you and like, you know, you can, you can pick his brain. Like entrepreneurs, other, I guess students obviously, because we're a very student-based business that yeah. reach out to me saying, hey, I'm actually meeting with somebody at 930 who is the president of the Entrepreneurship Club at UF said, hey, like, you know, I've heard a lot about you. I, I just want to come and sit down and pick your brain for 30 minutes. And there's so many entrepreneurs and business owners in Gainesville that will take that time and do that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I know that you're one of like, I mean, it's... Oh, that, that is absolutely true. Uh, you heard of Gainesville Health and Fitness Center, of course. Yeah. It has them, right? Uh, Joe Cerulli was my mentor for three years. And he doesn't need to be anybody's mentor. He's he's one thousand percent quote unquote made it in right. any respect, financial respect, growth respect, yeah. rep, you know, quality of gyms. I don't what it is. He was on the cover of Ink magazine. Right, bro. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's to made my it. point though, you can go to him, sit down. He works out at his own gyms, and he's very approachable. And I get, I get. He gave me a couple of notes. He's like, I don't want to mentor. I already mentor a thousand people. I don't want to mentor another one, right? And I kept coming back. But I, I remember seeing it because I grew up here. I remember the actual growth. He doesn't have to tell me his growth. I saw it as a little kid, you know, going from one gym to the other to the other. So eventually, he's like, Okay, you're not going to stop asking me, are you? He's like, Nope. Now I didn't do it back every time I saw him. Uh, so I was blessed to have him as a mentor. And I'm talking about being able to use people. You don't have to be a college student to have a mentor. That's my point. You can do, as long as somebody is successful, in my, in, that's how I judge a mentor. Somebody who's been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Nobody, no, somebody who wrote a book, somebody who did it, Right. in my opinion. Other right. people say, as long as they know enough, that's fine with me. In my book, you have to be able to build it yourself. You know, and then I'm going to ask you questions about the business because it doesn't matter if it's a restaurant or if it's a gym or if it's GCM. It's a business, right? I, and he was more than willing to help out. And, you know, I would sit down with him. He'll give me an hour of his time. He would return my texts. He would return my phone calls. Because, like you said, Gainesville is a small community where a family would help out each other because they respect the hustle. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I... I agree with so much of that. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, Word. Know, I don't know. Word. <laughs> and, Word. I, I just get hit up all the time by like these like financial financial advisors who are 21 years old. Right. You know that come in and I'm like I'm like look like I respect what you're trying what you're trying to do and I understand like you know, this is a, a brand new job for you like like I get that but I want to take my financial advice from somebody who has invested a lot of money. <laughs> you, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, and so like, sure. I'm now there's a place for that kid too, though. No, because there he is. Has to, he has to, you have to earn your stripes, man. Yeah. You can't go get a millionaire to give you a bunch of money when you're 21 years old. Maybe you can in some cases, but it takes most of us time to be able to have people to trust you with their money. I mean, but over time that you, I mean, if you truly put the work yes, in, it, it happens. Come. It's yeah. not like, yeah. that's, that's what exactly like, what I tell We keep talking about these overnight successes, the overnight success over time, right? Like, so we're like, we're talking about <laughs> our 25 year old, but the idea, exist. like, I can tell you from 13 years, I'm not where I've started. I've, I've, right. well, there is this gradual progression. We have grown. We are who we sought out to be. We're fighting to continue to be better and stronger and better, and and we we have a focus on our catering operation. But I, I and I've seen, I've watched you grow. I've talked to you about. It. I bought scooters from you, Colin. And, 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 and <laughs> one that I, he pimped out and like like all this gator stuff and like gator skin seat yeah, gator, and like yeah. all orange and blue. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was like a it was a base model, but you know we rode it for a couple years and then it tricked it out and put yeah gator leather skin seat on. But the idea is that. I've watched every, I've, I, and you've, we've all watched each other. I'm sorry, can I say one more thing though? Yeah, yeah. I respect the reason he did it. Like he can't, he didn't come just to buy scooters for him to like go joyriding on on game day. He did it because three of his 
employees needed transportation. That's good. You know, he came in like, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm just sorry. Like, that's I just have mad respect for Thank that. You. And like, Thank you. It, it sounds one thing. Oh, like I went to Colin and bought a scooter from this guy. Like, you did it because you had people, team members who really needed help getting to and from work. And I just respect the hell out of that. So the, that's, that's one of those cool. gentlemen, though, to this day. Still is a dear friend of mine. We don't we don't work together anymore, but he's still a dear friend of mine. He still supports my brand. He believes in my brand, and he knows he'll never forget mm-hmm. what I did for him. And we, and we did it for all the right reasons, so right. that was good. But no, but I, 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 every time I see that gentleman, he comes up and gives me the biggest hug in the world because we just did something we could afford to do to help him at that time. And, and he reciprocated. He gave back more of his time and energy than he ever had to for what I, you know, the scooter, yeah. but, but the idea, yeah, but that's, that's, that, that's, that's what who it's we, all about. That's man. what you're talking about giving back. I mean, that's what you do. You invest in people, you invest in, in hopes that they'll buy into the brand, you know, and, and drink the Kool-Aid and, and, and I, I, it's a lot easier. And, and I know corporate America jokes about drinking the Kool-Aid, but we have a great process. I believe in it. It's a great, um, it's established. We know what we're, we know what we need our people to do. And it's a lot easier if they just come in and do what we ask and drink the Kool-Aid and have fun. Right. Because yeah, right. the minute that you try to, like, buck the system or do something different, it creates a little bit of chaos for, for all of my team members and the chemistry between the employees. And so, for me, the buy-in from, you know, people is, is huge. Yeah, well, and, sorry, I didn't mean to, like, interrupt yeah. where you were going it's like yeah, when you but i know but no, when you when he said scooter it just yeah. like it just no, triggered you know you, but I, like, I, I you know I, again this is i'm like having all kinds of warm and fuzzy feelings yeah, being yeah. here it's been great conversations there's so much more though that we're not even scratching the surface i know, on, you know? I mean, that's what makes it tough and we've already talked about how we have to like make sure we have people who come back after you know a year or two and like and just see where the progress is and that kind of thing uh unfortunately we do need to, to wrap up and i don't know if you're if i interrupted that train of thought and you were going to finish what I you forgot were. what I was saying <laughs> I, yeah, I all did. I would say to wrap that up is you know I think the reason all three of you guys are successful is not because it's a 25 year overnight success it's because there are the 18 19 20 year olds hustling hard coming for everybody um, you know I've got a little brother uh, you know he paid through paid for his college through cryptocurrency you know there's nice. there's some crazy stuff going on um, and it's all super interesting. There's six platforms, you know, we're all trying to, you know, play the right cards because, you know, we better be really good. I mean, GCM's probably got new competitors coming to market every single day, Every day. Um, but they know you, you're yeah. also going into the business every day. So right. they're going to side with you. Right. So I think it's important to see it on both sides. You better stay current, but you, right. you're still a person. And I think, you know, seeing looking someone in the eyes is still super important it goes and, a long uh, way it goes a long it goes way a def- yeah, the door-to-door sure. part of my business it's you can try to duplicate it through phone calls you know emails texting whatever it is that you want to do and sometimes that does work but at the very beginning the relationship ha- cannot be built through a text yeah and yeah. sometimes it's at a golf tournament you know yeah. oh yeah at the bob the dooley you know yes. adam's doing giving away a ton yes. of barbecue you know yes. you're out there giving yeah. away stuff yeah. at a hole yeah. you know I'm yeah. playing, hopefully winning, <laughs> but uh, you know that's we where that's where Gainesville comes so. together he'll, he'll, is on those, on those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We always play his ball. Every time I play in a golf tournament, <laughs> no one ever plays my ball. It's like, damn. <laughs> Lisa, lets you, Lisa lets you hit. I know. They didn't let, me, they didn't let can, me hit. Can I just putt? <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to to wrap this up. But do you guys have a few more minutes? Because I would like to do like a little side hustle with you guys. I have a couple more questions. I don't know yeah. if you do. Yeah. Um, 
But like after the podcast, we do like just a video, uh, a few questions on video, and we put them up on Tuesday on our Facebook page. So, and it's a little bit Do we bit get paid separate. for that part? This part was free. <laughs> this part was free. This part was free. If we get paid, yes. Here's another, here's another no for you. Just to go with the all, rest all, of all them. All the bottled water you can drink. That is worth $10 of free. Tickets to the prize wall. Tickets to the prize wall. Is that the prize wall, the big old board with the no, bunch of stuff? You've seen the prize wall out in the dealership? Uh-oh. For anybody who's listening, I have a... Well, we actually just need to talk about it on a podcast sometime. But we got to make a long story short. We have a prize wall. It's like very arcade-ish. When you come in to get your scooter serviced, you get tickets back as rewards, and the tickets can be spent on our wall of prizes out oh. there in the dealership. Yes, please. Yeah, it's all your favorite knickknacks. I mean, your, it's like from your childhood. I yeah, know, right? it's I like saw when I came in. I was like, "Man, this is awesome." Yeah, Where's my tickets? <laughs> so, all right, well, we're gonna wrap this episode up. If you want to see more questions, definitely go check out the side hustle. And um, you know, guys, thank you so much for being here. Real quick, really, really quick, where can people find you? Like social media wise, websites. So if, if you go, if you have an iPhone or an Android, the Google Play Store, the, uh, App Store, and you type in literally GCM, and then we'll be the first one that comes up with a little boo bag, and you download the app and you start using and saving money all over town. Yep. Yeah, AdamsRibco.com, Facebook, AdamsRibco, um, Instagram, AdamsRibco. Um, and then Northwest 13th. And Northwest 13th Street. GHS. Uh, my wife runs the Southwest location and um, you might not see me there very often because she does such a great job, but um, I'm always available, um, usually a phone call away if you can't get me in person. Cool. Guys, thanks again so much for being here. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you, Keep brother. crushing it. Keep rocking it. And uh, we'll do a little side hustle, all right? That works. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Everybody say bye. One, two, three. Bye. bye.